I got to ask the editorial board over there at IBJ. What's the problem? For what reason should the General Assembly kill the bill that punishes Indigo? Why all of a sudden do we not think that rules have to be followed? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. It's good to be with you. This, of course, all has to do with the inability for us to recognize that the red line, the purple line, the blue line, this is all just really bad stuff. It doesn't work. And I don't know why we can't say so. The people pushing the idea of the red line, the purple line, the blue line, adding more of this rapid transit bus or whatever we want to call it, this is ideological. And yes, the Trump administration was absolutely wrong to offer up more money to do these things. It's as if no one ever told President Trump, hey, you know this doesn't work, right? Take a look at Albuquerque, New Mexico. We've laid out the facts repeatedly. And no one seems interested in the facts. They're only interested in this ideological march towards hurting the city. No caring about the businesses that got hurt. No caring about the traffic patterns that hurt other businesses because people can't get downtown or other places as they want. Certainly parking that got destroyed. They don't care. It's obvious. They keep sending out emails, it does Indigo, uh, about how they're making progress on the purple line. Well, there is Senate Bill 141 put forth by Senator Aaron Friedman. The Indigo people were told that when you build the red line, it was part of the deal, you had to raise 10% by yourselves. You had to fund this 10% through other sources. Raised only from sources that were not fares or taxes. That's what the law said. Indigo understood this. So, which means if it generated $60 million a year, Indigo should be raising about $6 million in private donations to be in compliance. The editorial notes that they haven't done so. As a matter of fact, it's very obvious to anybody who's been watching that Indigo never planned to fund this 10%. They're like, yeah, whatever. No one's going to watch. No one's going to pay attention. Well, people were watching and paid attention. Even the IBJ editorial states, we suspect that Indigo never thought anyone would pay attention, maybe even remember the requirement, but Freeman did. And we understand his frustration that a provision that helped the bill win passage has been all but ignored. Nevertheless, writes the IBJ, we firmly believe the private match was never a good idea, and we don't think enforcing it now does Indigo, its riders, or the city of Indianapolis any good. Therefore, we urge the House to kill Senate Bill 141, or rewrite it to strike the 10% match from the law and put the issue to rest. They lied to get something passed, and now we should just say forget it? I I, I want to know where else this applies, guys. I want to know where else we put this. You lied. I mean, I can't get you to understand, even though the facts are punching you in the face repeatedly, that this doesn't work, and this isn't how you build a city by taking away traffic lanes, by stopping cars. Roads are for cars. I've been through this conversation. That is the preferred method. It is a valuable method. I didn't say you couldn't share the roads. I'm just discussing what comes first. 
if I had my way, certainly I would be a guy who would be in favor of much less bus. I, but I, in, in terms of a societal conversation, I lose that conversation. But this, the, 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 the getting rid of, of, of lanes of traffic to support this weird ideological fetish that nobody's interested in, a bus is a 20th century uh, solution for a 21st century problem. People don't want to go where the bus goes. They want to go where they want to go. That's what they want. They want that immediacy. There are ways to work with Uber and Lyft and all these sorts of services. Finding people who want to engage in more services then that make more sense for moving people than this. Certainly when it comes to the red line, when it comes to the purple and the blue line. We should be opposed to it. It doesn't work. It's a bad idea. It hurts the city. It doesn't help the city. Stop trying to convince yourself. Of, stop trying to make fetch happen. It ain't going to work. You don't have it. What you have is ideological zealotry. But now I'm going to hear from the IBJ that we should strike the thing that they promised? Yeah, yeah, they pulled a fast one on us. They were never going to do it. But we should get rid of it anyway. What the hell? Name me for me another place where people are told, yeah, you don't have to live to the standard that you promised and that the people voted for and it was a condition of the vote. You told us this was going to happen. The people voted for it. Do they do the same now? I don't know. Now that they've seen the red line, do they do the same now? Everyone wants to say, well, so many people voted for it. I forget the, the percentage. It was a big percentage. And listen, I, I'm not arguing that Marion County shouldn't suffer for, for voting for something so fakakta crazy. They lied and you want us to just Cast it aside. Uh, uh, no. No, as a matter of fact, I would ask you, what else did someone lie about where you're like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. They were never going to raise the money. They don't care. They knew they could pull a fast one on you because they knew you weren't paying attention. They knew you weren't listening. They knew you don't pay attention. Uh, it turns out we pay attention. I'll leave that to IBJ and their editorial team to figure out. 